0: How's it going everyone? Welcome to the ADAPT session and if you're looking at our moods and our body language it's a little bit of a different episode today and usually Joe opens with
1: well you I usually open with an intro but um as far as today's topic I don't think that intro is necessary uh it's a little bit more serious topic today um on what the uh social climate has been and um with that I'm gonna turn it back over to you Mondo.
0: Yeah, see, one of the reasons why we created this podcast is to create a a platform for ourselves to, to talk and have discussions. And unfortunately, some of those topics are a little more serious. And today's is going to be a little more on the serious side. And if you look at the third square, we have a guest today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Awa Cham on her debut on the ADAPT session, we wish that it was a, under better circumstances, but we love having you. Thank you. Uh-huh.
2: Thank you, Joe, for inviting me to, to your show, I think it's great for you. Thank you. Um, well,
0: obviously we don't really need to tell you about what's been going on here in the last the last week and a half or so involving George Floyd. But this has such a long history, it's one of those things that we got to discuss about whether or not people still don't understand why the protests are happening, why, what's causing people to get angry, and I'd like to pass it on to you guys as well as to see what you get your thoughts on the situation right now. Um,
1: If you don't mind, I'll go first. Number one, I want to address something. There's a lot of uh, things being misconstrued right now, um, where I have a lot of white Caucasian friends, social media and in person. And you know a lot of people seem to think that it's an attack on white Americans or white America, if you will. Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. Not, not an attack on white people, nothing against white people. Let's, let's be clear on this. We got a lot of good white friends in our lives, a lot of good people from all various different colors and shades ethnicities races it doesn't matter there's good people everywhere with that being said there's also unfortunately not so good people everywhere and those are the specific ones that we have an issue with with racists bad cops we're not against cops we're against bad cops um we're against our Country, as far as its systematic oppression that it, it has had since the beginning of, of our country being started, um, and we're going to go into a little bit of that in case some of you don't know the history, um, which is uh, one of the major causes for our social climate today. It's not just that one man got killed by a bad police officer, and the man happens to be a black man, and that police officer is obviously. A racist and not a good police officer. If he's not racist, but I doubt that he's not. Um, that's not the. That's not what this is all about. It's been just case after case from from people of color being murdered and killed and and oppressed, mainly African Americans, throughout our history. So, you know, as far as as far as today, that's actually the second one within what a few months
0: when. What, when was um when, when I met Aub- Aubrey's killing in Georgia? That was in February. and Then there was Breonna Taylor in March. Yeah, so. and then Brianna Taylor. So oh,
1: I mean, this just keeps it just continues, and that's that's the whole reason for this.
2: Um, yeah, needs to change. Yeah, Go ahead, that's really what I wanted to say. I know Armando, you mentioned earlier that uh, you know George Floyd is is the reason. Um, but it's also those other names that you mentioned, and it's other names that we don't even know about. You know, it happens to be what catches the mainstream media. Uh, and you know, the the situation with George Floyd is going to go down forever in history of actually what sparked what it is that we're going through now. But it definitely isn't you know, the only the only case. Um, when when you guys. First invited me to talk on the show, I had some time to kind of get my thoughts together and think about, you know, how I was really feeling. And I can honestly tell you, I have felt a range of emotions to the extreme every day. Dumbfounded, disgusted, enraged, furious, hopeless, helpless. And you know, that's the sentiment I think that is shared pretty much across the nation um, and to your point, Joe, this, this isn't about just white people being attacked. I mean, there's so many other, there's white people right now feeling the same way I'm feeling at this point which is enraged and ready to step up and speak out so i definitely you know agree with you that this is not about racial divide but it's more about the systematic discrimination and how it needs to stop now i thought a lot about what i wanted to say today and moving past the racial divide it's more A thought process of how we as a people move forward from this point and I think that's what the sentiment is when you see the pro they want action and they want change Um, and I'd love to talk about this situation but I also I'm just reflecting inside about what I can do as a person to be a part of that
1: That's, that's good. That's a good point. I didn't even, okay. That's a really good point. Yeah. I guess when you say that, you know, speaking about all the emotions that you were feeling, you know, it's funny because, okay, obviously me and Armando are Latino. We're people of color too, yeah. but, but we're not black. We don't go necessarily through the same things. Um, I'm lucky enough that at least my generation or maybe me, me, myself, I haven't had to go through any of that. I, I haven't experienced much of that. Maybe once or twice, but not not much. So I'm really blessed on that. But I've had heard stories from my mom and my uncles um, that they were definitely harassed by the police. Um they would get treated a little bit differently at certain certain jobs, not all, but certain ones, just because they happen to be, you know, um of Mexican, of Mexican descent. And uh so but when all this was going on in the news, and and, and and I and I seen the video on social media, man, I was I was angry off the bat. Number one, um, it made me really really sad, and I just felt heavy. I didn't know what to do. Like, what can I do? You know, do people just let this continue? And and I kind of, I kind of just thought to myself, you know what? this is something I can do. I can express how I'm feeling on social media, let people know where I stand and and that I won't put up with that kind of stuff anymore, even if it's just jokes. And then I thought, you know what? I could also go to one of these protests because I just felt something was drawing, drawing me to go. And the only protest I've been to thus far has been the Castro Valley one, and that was nice. Um, but I still want to make it out to one of the larger ones in the city in Oakland, if they still have more, which I think they will. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I felt too. I was kind of torn, you know, like, do you do something? Do you not? And if I do decide to do something, what do I do? What can I do? And then people started coming out with more information on, 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 um, on platforms that you can donate to. Um, uh. Um, donate funds to, to to help people. And and there's, there's a few other things, but I still got to go through that and figure out exactly how I'm going to be moving forward and how I can help the cause.
0: And it's funny because you mentioned going on social media and, and speaking out about it. That's one of the things that I've been doing myself is that I have been, if, if the time calls for it, I've been educating people on what exactly is happening, because there seems to be a large misconception. And two, if they hear what I'm saying, I want them to to understand that it's not about disrespecting the flag. It's not about anything with the anthem. We we, go back to what Joe was talking about with the kneeling. And I've done, I wanted to go out to the city But I did a sit-in yesterday, or actually more on Tuesday, where people in my neighborhood went and did a protest, a silent protest, a peaceful protest in the neighborhood. And that was one of the more that was one of the cooler experiences, you know, seeing people, neighborhoods, young and old, that are also in agreement that this is not a, this is not a good thing. That this is a, a, this is a grave injustice.
2: Yeah, I mean, for for me personally, I have not went to any uh, protest. I've done some of the you know the online uh, protests that they've had, which I thought were super powerful. Um, you know, I I really on the on the situation of the protest. I haven't seen something this huge ever in my lifetime. Me neither. There's been plenty of Black Lives Matter marches um but as far as seeing them city to city you know i live outside of oakland um there's i have seen several in san francisco i've seen them in oakland but having them spill out to cities like san leandro castro valley i think i heard i read a stat about every 50 each one of the states has had a protest and they're also international yep yep Yep,
0: this is the first time it's happened all over the world. I think it, it was. I was watching an interview with Bill uh, O'Neill, and he was saying that he's he's seen protests happen, but he has never seen it everyone doing it at once, all over the world, and all over the country. He has never seen all fifty states being involved, and that's that's a powerful thing, you know. I I think, and as happy as, and this is where it kind of gets a little negative, unfortunately. As happy as I am to see that we made a difference in terms of voicing our opinions, voicing our displeasure, and in terms of making our voices heard, think about the fact that the video existed, these people in power knew about it, and they still didn't do any arrests until everybody else spoke. I think that's one of
2: the things that we're fighting against, right? It's the same thing what we saw in Minnesota is what we saw in Georgia. This whole issue of 74 days to make an arrest in the Ahmad Arbery's coming. Yep. It's the the institution. Really interesting things about what can happen. Um, There was a suggestion to try these types of crimes in front of a global organization, like on a, on a kind of a war crime or crimes of human nature, or crimes against humanity, rather. I thought that was interesting, and I also thought that there's got to be changes in police tactics. Choke holds, neck holds, people just standing by, colleagues standing by and allowing anything to happen. This man could still be alive if just one of those officers had have stepped in.
0: Yep. I,
1: I, was, I will say this. Um, I, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna play, I guess I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit. I don't know if not allowing police officers to not do chokeholds is a good idea because, in certain situations, right? And I'm talking about the good cops here. Yeah. In certain situations, because there are criminals over there, right? There are criminals. So, in certain situations, cops may need to do that to restrain somebody. But here's the thing. George Floyd was already being restrained. He had two cops on his legs and his hips. He was in handcuffs. That knee to the neck was not necessary. It was disgusting. Not even, not even, not even for two seconds. It should have never happened, period.
0: Yeah, it was, and, I don't even think it was a legal uh, maneuver. I don't, I don't think they could use it. No, no. And, and,
1: and on top of that, to add to Awa's point, the other cops that were there should have said something like, "Hey, man, we already got him down. We have him in handcuffs. Get the hell off of him. Don't put your knee on his neck like that." They should have spoke up. Somebody said something, and yes, you know, somebody taking videos nowadays because just just as Awa was mentioning and I mentioned, this isn't just one incident where it causes chaos because of one time. No, it's it's been years, decades, of. Of people being treated this way, people being murdered, people being sent to jail for for nothing, people being harassed based off of what they look like, the color of their skin, which led to this huge eruption. So, the point that I'm trying to make is, I don't think that there should be certain things that we take away, like certain chokeholds, but we need to hold the officers accountable when they are using, uh, when they're using unnecessary force. And other officers have to hold officers accountable. And the video recording is great because that's what made this thing blow up. But some of the other bystanders should have came in and said something, should have came in and stopped them. And that Matt could still be alive today.
2: I, you know, I've heard, I've heard few, uh, some comments like that. Um, I believe there was some kind of media outlashing the young lady that filmed yeah. that everything. And people were saying, well, why were you filming it? Instead of doing something, I don't really know how beneficial that would be for a civilian to step into a police matter without it escalating even further. I mean, it, there could have been multiple people dead.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. It's That's a, a good point because at the same time, it's like, it's a catch twenty two, right? I mean, you have a chance to. Yeah, you can step in, but they can also kill you, and also they can get rid of the evidence like that too. Yeah,
1: that's why I think the the recording is not such a bad
0: idea. Like somebody needs to show what's
1: going on, and that's that's how, that's how this thing got blown up. It's on the news. People know. People all over the world, like we were just talking about, are protesting because there is visual evidence. It's not just. That civilian's word against this police officer's word, where that's what used to happen back in the day when there was no phones and you don't know what the cops were doing. And we'll we'll get into that in a little bit on on you know how how that started. But I mean that's that's where that video comes in handy, and I'm glad we have phones because they do come in handy. And you're right. I I don't know if 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 that if that whoever was recording that you said it was a woman, right? Yeah. If that woman wasn't recording, then nobody would have known what had happened, and the cops could have just lied, and it would have got swept under the rug like like a lot of other things. So that was powerful that she was able to record it and have visual proof for the world to see. And you're right, if somebody else would have jumped in, then maybe there would be, you know, multiple people dead.
2: You know, I I, I when I first saw that video, I was shocked. I think I went numb, and the reason why. Because, you know, there has been countless stories over the last years and decades, I think definitely with the availability of just instant video cameras and being able to record situations. But I will never forget the, the murder of Eric Garner. Um, this is the same one that repeatedly was saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe and he died in police custody after being choked or something. Um, so to actually five years later or seven years later, I wake up, this is after everything that has gone on, Ahmad, with Brianna, and to see this man screaming for his life, it, I'm just still a little in shock i mean i'm going through the range of motions but i just my heart goes out to all of the other people in this day and in the days of the past didn't have the benefit of someone standing by and being witness to what is consistently happening to black people and people of color
0: yeah it's um that visual of him just laying on the, on the ground, say, I can't breathe. Everything hurts. And the officer just like, nothing is, he like, you can't tell me that he wasn't, I feel like he was going to be protected when that was happening. Nah,
1: you can clearly see it by the way his face looked. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and the, the notion that the ridiculous notion that I've heard is, well, if you can't, if you supposedly can't breathe, then how are you able to talk? Right? I'm sure you guys have heard that before too, uh, or seen, seen posted on social media. I mean, somebody can choke you, right? Apply force, and you can still summon, you know, the the ability to say, like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like, you can say that because his, his, he wasn't screaming, his voice was lower. So you can obviously tell that there's too much pressure you can't breathe. Get off of him. So, and so.
0: That's that ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Like, uh, people are, there's some people that are defending, there's some people that are like, oh, how was the system broken? What well, we just told you a moment ago, like, how? And, like, the fact that it took damn near every state in the United States and also other countries around the world to protest finally got them to actually charge those officers yeah
1: right that's the crazy part it took them forever to arrest the officer that had his knee on his neck and then after all this commotion that's going on protests are good I'm talking about the rioters and the looters trying to take advantage of the situation after all of this that's what it took for them to arrest the other three officers
0: yes and we're like, gonna the rioters and the looters in
2: a little bit. Well and well and and to upgrade the charges on yeah. the first officer from third degree murder. To second degree. The second degree. So
1: I'm gonna be real right now. I know third degree is manslaughter, which is BS, he, that was not manslaughter. What
2: what what is what is second degree? Second degree is murder, but it's just not premeditated. I believe it I I'm not sure if they call it manslaughter. Yeah, um, I, But it's, it's not premeditated murder, which is first it, degree. It,
0: okay. wasn't, it wasn't premeditated, like planned out, it, but he had the intention
2: <laughs> to kill him. That's yeah, the- and, and honestly, with this guy's uh, record that's coming out, I mean, even that's in question. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: You don't know, because those videos are just brutal, man. They're beating the crap out of him in the car before they, before they put him on the floor. It's like, right what is that about like why why is he getting beaten like that and why is he like they really thought that they were protected like if you absolutely arlando what is our
1: uh, what is our agenda looking like what topics do we need to cover oh.
0: Well, actually, I just meant you mentioned the rioters and the looters. I was going to be the next part that I was about to address, and we're going to go after that we're going to discuss, we're going to jump onto black on black crimes, but before we jump on this let me let me you know, you know this point home okay there's a difference between the protesters and the rioters and the looters The difference there's some people that are trying to take advantage of the situation and just trying to, to, to to loot or whatever, and take care and take advantage. The protesters are trying to be peaceful. Majority of them are peaceful, but at the same time, a lot of those protesters were not heard. So let's remember that. Let's. This is what was it that Dr. Dr. Martin Luther King used to say? That the riot is the voice of the unheard.
1: They try to peacefully protest with. Kaepernick kneeling, already talking about police brutality. That was the whole Eric Garner thing, Trayvon Martin, um, and and a handful of others. I, I apologize because I don't remember their names. There's a lot wow. of, unfortunately. So. too many, too, too, way too, too many. many, way okay. too. And and Colin Kaepernick was using his platform to address the situation. And they were like, "Oh, that's not how you process. That's disrespectful." That goes back to what you were talking about, Armando, about trying to undermine what he was actually protesting for and try to make it about the flag, the military, the anthem, and say that he was being disrespectful. When in reality, he actually talked, he spoke to a, I can't remember if it was a Navy SEAL or a Marine, but Colin Kaepernick spoke to a Navy SEAL or Marine and asked them how they felt about that. And they told him, well, the sitting down thing is a bit disrespectful, but I wouldn't mind you taking a knee because anytime we have a fallen soldier, we take a knee out of respect for that soldier. So if you want to protest during the anthem, taking a knee is the way to go. A a Navy SEAL, I believe it was a Navy SEAL, a Navy SEAL told him that he could do that. And then everybody else tries to undermine what he's actually protesting and make it about the flag, saying that he's being disrespectful, make it about the military, saying that he's being disrespectful. Complete trash, bro. Complete trash because they didn't want to listen to what he was actually trying to protest for, which was police brutality, racial profiling and people being mistreated okay and then now you get three other situations where three more people have to die and now you get what you get
0: exactly and and unfortunately this is brought back into the to the media for the wrong reasons because another quarterback Drew Brees, mentioned that it's still disrespecting the flag I just
2: yeah. saw how fast he apologized because, I mean, that thinking and the comments on, to comment like that where we, in a climate that we have today is just completely out of just be dismissed, you know, which I'm glad that he turned around and, and issued his apology. Um, I, you know what, this whole thing about looting is interesting. It does come up and always seems to be more important than what actually sparked the looting in the first place, which is brutality and obvious racism that still exists. You know what I mean. So, yeah. and it's not the same thing. And I do not condone looting. Looting is you know, do, so I, do I? Do I? us mean, do. But looting is damaging. You know what I mean. I, I was. I. I felt so. uh Concerned for the business owners, especially the small business owners in this environment today, during COVID, many of them had to or not generate any type of revenue and had to board up their businesses. And some were just able to open and then had to, you know, spend that extra money to board up and protect, you know, what is probably barely left, you know, of any enterprise. But unfortunately, looting is is something that opportunistic people take advantage of in a time of unpeaceful riots or protests.
0: And you know what the crazy thing is, and going back to what, to what Bree said, Richard Sherman put it perfectly to words. He said, he's beyond law. Guarantee there were black men fighting alongside your grandfather, but this doesn't seem to be about that. That uncomfortable conversation you were trying to avoid by injecting military into a conversation, about brutality and equality is part of the problem. I got to tell you, that is very true. There's a lot of people that when they say that, oh, it's about the flag, it's about this, they're really missing the point. They really need to pay attention to the fact that there's a lot more going on with the, with the society and it is broken, but people are just not facing the reality. Yeah absolutely um going back going back to the looters and the rioters
1: you know so doing a little bit of research on this because i knew we were going to talk about this um i started hearing from some really interesting points okay i can't speak for the riots um that happened after the rodney king beating but i could speak for them now and what somebody stated which I found to be really interesting. And I thought, and I thought, you know what, there's, there's some truth behind that is there is people looting. I'm I'm just going to talk about the looters. Okay. Looting because of the whole COVID shutdown. All right. People are not working. People are not making a lot of money. So people see that as an opportunity to, Hey, let me go get some free stuff. Now, I'm not I'm not saying that's cool that's the thing to do it's obviously not but there, there's 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 some of that going on there people are frustrated people are bored and all of that starts to unravel when they see opportunity right here hey you know we need this we need that you know uh, they haven't been able to leave their house or you leave your house you got to wear a mask and all this protective gear like it, all that starts to add up because this is not normal for us right it's
0: not it's
1: not so, so, so all that starts to add up as far as the rioters goes, uh, the the rioters go. um, There are a lot of different people that are rioting and just causing damage. But I have to be honest, if you look at the videos, there is a lot of white people that are doing that. They are spray painting businesses, writing Black Lives Matter. And I heard a few different opinions on that. They could be, they could be, liberals that are democrats and they're trying to help but they're not going about it the right way Mm -hmm. or there are other people trying to cause problems um trying to put more heat if you will on the black lives matter movement when they're not the ones doing that there's there's a lot of different theories going on and and i'm not sure if you guys heard about the bricks that are being dropped off yes i've seen rioters to throw yeah You, you know what's crazy i actually seen two videos Okay, I don't have them, but I'm sure they're still out there.
0: They're, they're still out there. I've seen some too.
1: Okay, so th- I've seen two videos of police officers unloading bricks from the back of a squad car and placing them on a street corner so rioters can start using them and, and throwing them at buildings. I've seen two videos. So, I mean, there, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of questionable things going on. We don't know what's going on, so I can't blame this group of people or that group of people. I, don't, I honestly don't know. But it's, it's, we're living in a time where, where it seems like anybody that has an agenda is trying to capitalize on this opportunity here while all eyes are on the protesters and making it seem like the protesters that are peacefully protesting for what's going on um, to try to make change to systemic racism and oppression. And those opportunists are using are using this time to take advantage, and make make it appear that those protesters are the ones doing this, and that's not the case.
0: That's what I was I was gonna say something similar to that, because there were, or add on to what you were talking about, because there's a lot of conspiracy theories that the government is is putting some plants in to riot, so that way they have more of a. More of a reason and more of a justification in terms of getting the
2: military involved. We'll get more to that later, though. I mean, I I, I wouldn't doubt it. I haven't seen any other videos like that. But if you think about historically, like, what do you, what sells more magazines and what wants to be what's on TV more? Is it peaceful? protesters talking about really sensitive issues of race that a lot of people aren't ready to have the conversation? Or do you just wanna see, you know, conflict and chaos and people running out of stores with merchandise so you can paint this picture of it being, well, this is actually what minorities really are about, perpetuating this, you know, the stereotype, right? So, cause it's not, it's not like that anymore. I mean, it's not just, African-American in the streets, you know, asking for change. It is everyone that has realized by watching that video and everything else that's been going on, that it's time to, you know, make a difference.
0: So let's, let's elaborate more on that stuff. Because a lot of people, one of the excuses that people like to bring up during this time with. uh, police brutality, black on black crime, same race crimes. You know, I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on that just so we could, we could differentiate what's going on. Oh, well, you want to take
2: the lead on that one? I'm, um, I think, uh, I think you have something to say. Yeah. I mean, I, just gathering my thoughts, It that's, that's huge. Right. Um, Black on black crime, same race crimes. I feel like when I was trying to formulate, like, if I, you know, had all this power to change something, what would I do? How would I do it? And it would be, you know, two prompts. you got to start from the top and make changes at the top and you have to start at the bottom and make changes at the bottom too. And I feel like blacks being more solidified is something that we definitely have made strides in and we need to continue to make strides. I also hear... This argument about well, blacks kill each other as well, and you know that is that is true. That is true, and I feel like that conversation definitely needs to be had. But also, that goes to the history and the root of how there was division—not whites against blacks, but blacks within their own race that traces back to you know to slavery and i know you guys are of, of latin descent and you would have a different perspective but during slavery people were split up by the skin tone of of the color of their skin you if you were lighter you were more favored and if you were darker you did more field and you just weren't and then that went all on and it turned into a self hate for one another, um, and you know, I have actually experienced that- Gr- you know growing up, I moved here to the Bay Area from Los Angeles when I was fairly young um, and I went to school with it wasn't really diverse back then. you had your handful of nationalities and they mostly stuck together, but yeah'm you know, I'm of African descent. I'm half Senegalese and my skin is very dark. And that is something that I, has, has stuck with me over time is being you know, persecuted by my own people for the color of my skin. Crazy. And Blacks actually know this, right? Because it's always been this kind of like light skin, dark skin kind of thing and then we try to go away from that with the you know black is beautiful um i i I really just think that if bottoms up approach you go back to the days when we had the after party unity a lot of the leaders that we had pulling us together we need more of. um i don't know if you want to talk about maybe your perspective but it exists and it's not just something that has been you know that the blacks as people come up with. We we weren't bred like this from slavery through segregation, and even as you know time went on and it became less acceptable to be overtly racist, racism became very abstract and it continued to Drive home these thoughts about within the black community: you're different, you're better than one another. Just perpetuating kind of the hate. And then when that, even when it was trying we tried to unify that through, you know, the Panther Party and all of that. The government still stepped in and did took it a step further. Now we're going to bring, you know, gangs into your community. We're going to bring guns into. Your Community. We're going to bring crack into your community. And this smear, smear campaign began that continued to divide. Yeah. So, you know, definitely more more unity. I think, you know, every crime kills, people kill each other within their own race. Um, black on black crime has been an issue for 50 or 60 years. but it has nothing to do with what the changes that need to happen
0: at the top. I agree. And um, as far as among Latinos, I mean, one of the things that Joe and I always poke fun at is the, uh, oh, the Mexicans don't really like the nicoyas, or like, oh, so people, you got this, or things like that. You know, like you hear it all the time. A lot of times it's in a jokey manner, but the truth is, <laughs>
2: What's that? Is that true though? I mean, is that really real in your perspective? I've heard that too, but.
0: Well, well, the thing is that there, it depends on how you take it. Cause the truth is, I'll give you guys a story about when I was in high school. So I would tell, I remember my first day in high school, I went to, I went to school in Pacific Heights. As as and that's one of the richer neighborhoods in the Bay Area. And I remember the first day I was there, I remember I was speaking Spanish with my sister and my mom. And I kid you not, it felt like a huge microscope a huge microscope was right on top of me. I remember everybody looking at me. Oh my God, he's speaking Spanish. I even heard someone say, oh my God, he's speaking Mexican. Oh, so that doesn't end there. So I'm like, I'm not speaking Mexican, I'm speaking Spanish. And I'm not Mexican, I'm Nicaraguan, I'm from Nicaragua. And then another lady comes up, and was like, well, what part of Mexico is that from? So I was a freshman in high school. I remember looking at my picture. I'm looking at my mom like, wow. Um, so I remember dealing with that in high school and then um, And that was one of the things that I I think a lot of Latinos get upset because they're like it's automatically said, Hey, you're Mexican. And they're like, No, I'm El Salvadoran or I'm Nicaraguan or I'm Cuban or I'm Puerto Rican or I'm this and it's like and this is nothing against Mexicans. It's just one of those a lot of Latinos and I can admit as a Latino, we got some so much pride in who we are and things like that. But at the same time, like it gets in our it gets in our head a lot and we start to the point where our heads go up our asses and we don't realize that there's a bigger, bigger picture that
2: we're facing. That just, but you know what? Um, just on that point, I know we're digressing a little bit from what we're really supposed to be talking about. That's also ignorance, and you know, the basis of a lot of the racism that exists in this country is people just being stupid. Like
0: that's the problem with society.
2: It is, and I I understand that. Um, but there's no actual excuse for it being in this country, especially being in the state. Where yeah. is we are very diverse and I get that, I see that all the time. I see people calling generalizing that every brown skinned person is Mexican or every Asian person is Chinese. And and to me that's you're just ignorant.
0: Exactly. And you, know, you know, and the ignorance goes a different way. I, and and Joe will agree with me because I've seen him do it on Facebook. I've seen Joe numerous times have to have to educate some of the people who are misdoing what he's what he's writing or what he's posting about. Because I've had to do the same. I've had to educate some people that are in their inner circle that do not understand what's happening, and they're like, they'll even say, "How dare you say that the system is broken? Like, how is it broken?" Well, tell me this: if it wasn't broken, then. Why is it that for uh, for allegedly having a forged check or a fake twenty dollar bill, why is this guy getting killed when when uh, when people who are not minorities are committing murder? Like what's his name, Dylan Roof, white guy, white supremacist, killed nine people, and they're giving him water because he's dehydrated.
2: Yeah, I saw uh, a TV interview with a lady, and it, so it happened to be. Uh, white looter. And the anchor comments were, I, I feel like this must be an employee that's walking out with all of these goods. <laughs> this is just like, wow, ever be something used to describe the color in that same position.
0: Yeah. And Joe, Joe, you got to agree with me, man. Sometimes you need to have a lot of patience. In order to explain to them what is what it is that you're writing, what it is that you're talking about, and all of this. So, for
1: me, um, I'm gonna go black. I'm gonna go uh, back talking about the black on black crimes and same race crimes, right? Like black on black, uh, Latino on Latino, and more specifically Mexican on Mexican, whatever the case may be, right? This is this is what I know, and people can look this up. This is fact. This isn't my opinion. I'm not making this up. Black-on-black crimes or same-race crimes as far as my minorities started because of segregation. So not only was Jim Crow going on in the South, but there were segregating other minorities such as me. I happen to be of Mexican descent, Mexicans or other Latinos, and putting them in different neighborhoods as well over here on the West Coast. Okay, And this has happened throughout the country, like Chicago, New York. I mean, look it up. Miami. I mean, it's, it's everywhere, okay? Texas, it doesn't matter. Segregation was going on in the South with whites and blacks. Whites did not want blacks in the same neighborhood as them. Okay, they want they put them in more impoverished areas, if you will, or they made them more impoverished because they didn't give them the same opportunities. Same thing happened with um, other colored people's communities as well. Put them in certain communities. They don't want them near the white people. They put them they put them in impoverished neighborhoods or they didn't give them the same opportunities. Which created that poverty, okay? And that's systematic oppression. Now, from that, since they didn't get the same opportunities, they weren't able to get the same education, make the same amount of money. Police were going into these to these um, black neighborhoods or brown neighborhoods and harassing the people. And when I say harassing, I'm not talking about mildly. I'm talking about beating the shit out of people. And this is before camera phones were out, so you couldn't you couldn't record this stuff, okay? Yeah. then you had uh, at least over here on the west coast after so many years of that going on you had the black panther party form and the black panther party was a essentially a self policing group okay where the black panthers would patrol their communities to make sure police were not going in there and and brutally beating on people or harassing people same thing happened in the latin community over here on the west coast and i'm sure you know, on the East Coast as well and in the Midwest and in the South, wherever, where all, all the Latinos got together and they started the Zoot Suiters. And they were doing the same thing, policing their community so that police would not come in and harass their people. OK, yeah. so this yep. was going on. Now, police were coming in, harassing them, still beating them up. And it was essentially, you know, these these uh, colored people. Forming an, forming an alliance within their community to protect their people. And, and it was like a gang war, like the police were a gang. And that's exactly what the police are. They are a gang. Okay. At least the bad ones are with that whole brotherhood thing. But I'll get into that a little bit later. I'm, talking, I'm, I'm, I'm still talking about black on black crimes, brown on brown crimes, because people seem to always run to that notion. When somebody of color gets killed by a police officer, oh well, you only care when it, when a cop kills, um, you know, somebody of color. But you, what about black on black crimes? What about brown on brown crimes? Well, I'm getting to that. This is how we started this, okay? So, after dealing with this for years and years, the Black Panther Party was actually coming up, and so were the Zoot Suiters, okay? When the Black Panther Party started to come up and started to, to use their Second Amendment right to, uh, to open carry, the FBI put uh, a Put them on their watch list and they were now a a domestic terrorist organization which is a bunch of bs because they were quick to do that to some black folk that were trying to take care of themselves and police their community but they still didn't call they still to this day don't call the kkk a domestic terrorist group but they were quick to do that to black folk trying to protect themselves from police brutality yeah. okay and and they did the same thing to the zoot suiters
0: Okay. The bachucos. That's what the name bachucos
1: came bachuco. from. Yeah, bachucos, exactly. Okay? So, now, with this being said, since they were not getting the same education, I'm talking about black and brown people, they weren't getting the same education, they weren't allowed the same opportunities, weren't able to make the same amount of money. What is there left for them to do? But fend for themselves. They had so, to organize. They had yes. to organize. They had to organize, and that's what they did. So, once that started going on, now it will be real. People are people. Psychology plays a big part in this, okay? Mm-hmm. People within these organizations, all right, started getting greedy. At least I'm talking about in the Latin community. They started forming different different gangs away from the pachucos. And, and I know uh, I know some of it, as far as in the black community, they started forming different gangs as well because they started fighting over territory. And the reason for that is because they started doing criminal activity to create their own money because, again, they we're not allowed the same education. They were not allowed the same opportunities. They were not able to make money. So they started, doing, they started forming criminal enterprises to make money, and they started fighting amongst each other for territory to make money since the government already segregated them and wasn't giving them the same opportunities. And that's how you get black-on-black crime or brown-on-brown crime. That's what they're talking about. It started. It started from the top, from segregating, yeah. putting these things, and it started forming up their own gangs. So, for Go those ahead. of you who don't know, this has been systematic oppression and racism from the start. If that were to happen,
2: that's how, I'm not that's how it was designed. That's how it was designed. Government to be so that we could be persecuted by government.
1: Yes. Exactly. 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 But you know, and and like I said, with all due respect. The police are a gang because of that brotherhood thing. And yeah. what I mean by that, yes, there are good cops, just like there are brown and black people that are good people. But, dude, if nobody's going to help you, you got to do what you got to do. Shit. Okay? So the police are a gang. They, they were going into these neighborhoods harassing people. Okay? Beating the shit out of them, mistreating them based off of – there used to be signs up that said, no Negroes, no Mexicans and no dogs, basically comparing us to fucking animals, okay
0: yep.
1: Yep. and so with this with this going, and I apologize for my language, it gets me a little bit heated and so I, I'm going to clean that up moving forward, but with, with uh with all this going on, okay, the police are a gang. okay? They used to go in there and beat people up now, this whole brotherhood thing, I get it. People, people got to take care of their own, right? So if you can see police doing that and you get it, you're off for that blue line, brotherhood, well, what do you think black and brown people have been trying to do? We're trying to protect our own, man, because people ain't taking care of us. Exactly. And- so how can, you, how, can you, how can it be okay for police to do that, but black and brown people can't? If we do it, oh, we're automatically criminals, oh, right? At- 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 In the eyes of the law, right? We're automatically criminals. Now, again, with all due respect, there are good cops. But that brotherhood thing, they need to start calling out bad cops. And because they haven't, that's why this shit is is, is as bad as it is now. It is. That's that's exactly why.
0: (laughs) It's a a building.
1: And I have friends. I have friends that are cops. My brother graduated from a university just last year with a criminal justice degree. Okay. He wants to be a cop. And this is why he wants to be a cop. He wants to change this. And, he, and I told him right now, me and him actually had a talk earlier today. I said, bro, you need to, be, you need to pay attention to the climate, dude, and, 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 and to our social climate is what I mean. And you need, to, you need to be paying attention to what they're saying, what's going on in the news, how these police are treating people. My brother agrees with me. He goes, dude, those, those cops are pieces of shit. And he's not just talking about the ones that killed George Floyd. He's talking about all the ones that are beating up protesters. And, and, and again, they're beating up protesters, not the looters or the rioters. Beating they're beating up protesters. Up protesters.
0: Okay. An old man who was just walking. They just, they literally like with the shield. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They they, they, they hit him with the shield in their right gear. And
0: my point is we
1: need the good cops to call out the bad cops because they have it. That's why this shit's is going on. And, and, and I can say that because my brother's going to be a police officer and I don't want my brother, I don't want anything to happen to my brother, but cops got, cops got to stop with this bullshit and start calling out the bad ones. OK, just like if I'm riding in a car, if I pick up my friend and he happens to have a gun on him I, or drugs, I can do time b- because they'll, they'll say that that I'm an accomplice. Right. The, I'm guilty based by association. Right. Why does that only apply to civilians? That also applies to police officers. Guilty by association. If you have cops mistreating people that are fucking racist. If you're not calling them out, you're just as guilty as them. Oh, yeah. So again, with, with all due respect, okay, that brotherhood doesn't mean shit if you have those kind of cops on your force.
0: Joe just hit that on the head, man. That yeah.
2: Is, yeah.
0: I love that, Joe. And to add to what he was saying, so I agree that the, the police are, are the ones that are part of the brotherhood. They're definitely a game. And a lot of the gay, a lot of the quote unquote gangs that you see nowadays started as a protection against the, against the cops. Like Joe was talking about the, the zoot suits and the, uh, the zoot suiters and the um, Black Panthers, but another one is that is the Crips. The Crips started out, they were called the baby Crips, as in a baby. Crab.
1: Yeah, um, to, to speak on that. All those, okay, so, so you had the Pachucos and you had, and you had the Black Panther Party. Right. All those, all those split, split up in the hood. So the Black Panthers in L.A., obviously, but they had a Black Panther chapter in L.A. They split up into the Crips and the Bloods. Yeah, It, it, was, it was two different things. Just like now, after the Pachucos, the Zoot Suiters, that turned into the Mexican Mafia, which was a prison gang because gangs started for, forming. Oh, this is another one. I'm glad you brought that up, Mondo. Yeah, gangs gang started forming in prison because cops cops were going into into these black and brown neighborhoods, beating people up, locking them up for minor offenses, and and they had to start forming gangs in prison for protection. So in prison, you had the Aryan Brotherhood, which used to, which used to outnumber people. Okay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then you had the Black Guerrilla Family, and then the Mexican Mafia formed. But so in prison, you had these gangs to protect to protect themselves from each other because they all started fi- fighting amongst each other for power on the streets, but on the streets you had Crips and Bloods, okay? And yep. then you have um, Sureños and Norteños, at least in California. But California. At least in California, but this same, this same system of cops putting in minorities for minor crimes and then they have to start making gangs to protect themselves from each other, okay? And from the cops, number one right? This was going on all over the country, not just in Cali. Look in Chicago, look in Texas, look in New York, everywhere, Midwest, down South. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It happened everywhere. It doesn't matter. This was happening everywhere. So this is, this is one, I'm not saying this is the only reason why gangs would have started, but this is one reason why gangs started. Police going in there, beating up people, and people had to start forming gangs to protect themselves. And then, and then, you know, unfortunately, it became about money and territory, but that's how they started, man.
0: Yeah, and it's not, like he said, it's not the only reason, but it's a major reason. Yes. So that's going to, so speaking of reason, we we kind of dabbled into it. We talked about the looters and the rioters as well as the protesters. And I want to pick your guys' brain as far as the quote-unquote right way to protest. Huh, that's funny. Huh. Yes, exactly. It's hilarious because what, what happened when Kaepernick was uh, was kneeling, when the... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, when
2: what is the right no way. It's, like that. That. it's the way that you have to protest, right? Um, Kaepernick, was that right or was that wrong? I mean, look at it under the lens of where we are right now. You think that is a very non-threatening, peaceful protest, which... You know, if what he was standing for or kneeling for back then could have been taken a little bit more seriously and started to affect change, maybe we wouldn't have had widespread violence and demonstrations. I don't think you can tell anybody how how to protest or how to go to war or yeah. how to feel or how to respond. You're dealing with raw emotions and pain of watching somebody die, of watching a history of this continuing to be perpetuated, of finally just being able to say enough is enough. Uh, how do you tell how to? How is it possible for you to tell somebody how to feel? Exactly. Oh, you're gonna be angry, you're gonna be furious, you're gonna be sad.
0: And it's not only that, but we're getting upset because we saw a video of someone getting killed and literally died in front of us, right? But think about this: every day this is happening, and not everyone is in any filming. Every day, that's this like that. That's what that's what worries me about about this country is the kind of business that everyone is that everyone's displaying. Man, it's like you know that this is wrong, but you're, you're turning the other way. Always turn the cheek. You always turn the cheek. That's always what turn the cheek, it's like it's like it's no, it, it's. I saw one, I, I saw a post today, and I posted it on my um, my Instagram and Facebook that perfectly encapsulates the situation. Co- what, what did COVID-19 and racism have in common? What is it? That no one believes that it, it exists because it doesn't affect them.
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's usually what it is. Uh, where it is. Unfortunately, you still got people out there in denial, you know, saying that oh, all, what, what are you talking about? It doesn't matter the color of your skin. All Americans
2: get treated fairly. Really? No, nah. no. Nah. I don't know anybody that says, says that, you know? I mean, I feel like, I know that there are people that, are, that exist out there. I've heard that, you know, a lot when I was younger. But in today's age, you cannot, unless you're hiding under some sort of rock, just discredit the fact that people are treated different in this country because of the color of their skin. That's what this whole white privilege thing about, where you, and for me, I mean, my white peers and friends are calling out white privilege at the same level of non-white people. And that's because that is how much it is clear that it exists. Yes. And, and as far as racism, I mean, in my personal experiences with racism, I've had many, I actually took a lot of time to reflect or i think just when you're when you're faced with a traumatic experience such as the one that we just saw and everything that's happened after that your recall starts going off because i don't live my life looking for racism it exists all around you you know i if and if i sat there and fought of every situation that i perceived that was racial directed against me or like my friends or my family i'd be fighting all day long this is real and or perceived but you know, now that race is once again right on the forefront, right on the hot seat, I've went back in all of the years, just remembered so many racial situations. I mean, the first time being called nigger by a white person, you know, or even just the ones that aren't as blatant. I, I will never forget being pulled over or actually I wasn't even pulled over. I was in a park and It was all black and brown and a couple of whites. Everybody was issued a ticket. Everybody was made fun of or harassed in some ways. The two whites, nothing happened to them at all. They did not get tickets. We were all doing the same thing. Oh, they were a part of your group? They were a part of our group. Wow. That's crazy. And they they didn't, nothing was even said to them at all. Wow. Wow. So, and you know, I'm, I'm talking. This is 30 years ago, and I mean, I'm just highlighting some overt racism, racist experiences that I've had. I mean, I'm as I'm a woman of color. I'm a black woman. I go through some form of it, you know, at all time. Whether you're just kind of stereotyped or whether it's a little, little bit more direct, you know.
0: Yeah. And I wanna ask your thoughts on this because Joe and I have some thoughts on this, but by having you here, I think this would be the right time to, the right question to ask you. What is your opinion when people say all lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter? You're
2: discrediting the Black Lives Matter movement. If all lives matter, do you even think we'd be having this conversation right now? Stupidest thing ever to say. All Lives Matter, well, they actually do. That's what we're fighting for right now, to make all lives equal. You can't. That can't be a rebuttal about, I mean, I hear that. I hear, like, Black Lives So you hear, you know, Black Lives Matter. No, All Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. But we're specifically talking about and doing racism that has existed in this country for centuries.
0: And one of, like, I posted a picture of- Joe, Joe, and I that picture on Facebook with the. Uh, there's this. How do people with let's say all lives matter look? And it's a stick figure drawing. Right? They're tending to a person's leg, and then there's a person of the, there's a person on the corner saying, "Hey, but what about my legs? And their legs are, are perfectly fine. That's what it's like. Another way that another way to put it too, is if your house is on fire, okay and the firefighter comes to your house, the person that says all houses matter has no fire going on and they want to have their houses, their houses watered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's a stupid notion. It's so ridiculous. It's, it's exactly how you put it, bro. I mean, there's, there's a specific type of person that is being targeted based off of the complexion of their skin. Okay? They're 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 being targeted based on that, all right. And then, not only are they being targeted and harassed, but people are getting murdered. You have you have those. Uh, where was that city where where that that really large group of of Caucasian men went to their state capital with like AR-15s and all these guns because they were upset they were upset about the COVID closing and they wanted a haircut and there was like a few other things. That they wanted to go no, back to
0: so was was Michigan.
1: It was somewhere back, back east somewhere, yeah. Northeast. Like, like Michigan. wasn't it Michigan? Maybe, yeah. yeah. Well well anyway, so you got a group you got a group of Caucasian men that are, yeah, they're, you know, technically using their Second Amendment right. Okay. That's cool. But you you tell me if a group of black men or brown men or mixed went to the state capitol with guns like that, if they would get talked to and, and treated that way, dude, hell no. They'd get their asses. They got to them. Kicked. Dude, I'm not exaggerating. They would get their asses kicked. They'd get arrested. They'd probably find something to, to put them in jail for, for, you know, for, for having guns on them, even if they have no criminal record, all right? Oh, so, man, you got us right away, too. So, so don't let that be a rebuttal. It's, if they even survive. Yeah, if they even, exactly, if they even survived. I mean, if they try to have a it, conversation.
2: Yeah, I mean cuz Jojo I watched some of those clips and I've watched many other clips and the f- the facts are the treatment of whites when they're in contact with the police
0: and blacks
2: are extremely different.
0: Yeah, and look at look at Amy Cooper. She called saying that a black man was threatening her and her dog. This yeah. So scary because yeah. Here, here's why. you know why? Cuz she knows she has that privilege. And because she knows that there's a there's a stigma towards colored people. So she knows that if she says something that the cop is not gonna question her, it's already a cop like by the time the cop arrives, he already has on his mind, I'm going after this person of color. And that person of color could be could be losing their lives. It's literally that that's it's literally that simple.
1: And and folks for you for all you listening out there and for you watching that's exactly why we say black lives matter yes do all lives matter absolutely totally. but it just but it just so happens that black people don't get treated the same way so black lives matter
0: that's and what this means. Is something that we're going to and joe i'm going to have you repeat that that message that, you, that line that you said earlier that not everyone is targeted because here's the thing oh, cool. a lot of people are, are saying oh well my group was discriminated against. No one's saying that your groups doesn't matter if you're Latino, doesn't matter if you're Asian, doesn't matter if you're Caucasian. You guys have everyone has experienced discrimination. No one is saying that you haven't been discriminated against. The difference is what is to go? the blacks are targeted.
1: They're targeted based off the off their skin complexion. They are targeted more more often than anybody, more often than any other minority.
0: They are targeted. There's a, so please be able to differentiate. Just because you're defeated against does not mean that you're targeted by, the, by, by a cop. Look, at the end of the
1: day, and any, anybody who, who is all about that all lives matter, okay? Yes, you're correct. But at the end of the day, get out, it's because you're in your feelings. Get out of your feelings. It's not about you. Yes. That's, that's, that's all it is. You, 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 you want the attention on you Well, all lives matter. What about me? Your, your people aren't getting killed. People that look like you aren't getting killed. There's only a certain group of people that's being targeted. So get out of your feelings. It's not about you.
0: And the stigma is not with your group. The stigma is with the the darker skin tones. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, that's just what it is. And, And here's the thing. And Joe and I are Latino. And we're able to admit that even though we're targeted, We're not nearly as targeted as African Americans.
1: That's a a fact, so get out of your feelings, like I was saying.
0: out of your feelings, please. Pull your head out of your ass, get some education, and learn about what the hell is going on. Quit talking out of your ass. Well, this is how Martin Luther King protested back in the day, and this is, what is this? Martin Luther King was killed. Violently. He wasn't, that was 50 years ago and people are still not listening to his message. That's the reason why we're reacting the way we are now. He, he, he was, he was a
1: pastor always preaching peace, that violence does not change anything. He was a really good man, a strong man, stronger than all those men that were throwing literal, literally rocks at him, trying to beat him and his people up, literally during their march. That's not an exaggeration getting b- b- getting getting german shepherds sent on them so so are you saying that you want people to peacefully protest i mean and and get treated that way because some people kind of are as we're talking about as we talked about it earlier there is a difference between the rioters and the looters okay the, the rioters groups. and the looters are one group the peaceful protesters are another group okay The rioters and the looters are trying to take attention away from the peaceful protesters. Yet, the peaceful protesters are still being mistreated by the police. Still
0: being being pushed. And for those who keep on bringing Dr. Martin Luther King, think about it this way. People were also looting and rioting after he got killed. It was only then, only then that there was a Civil Rights Act that was signed. Yup, after. What, it, it,
1: it always takes for for some form of violence or or anarchy when people are when people say I'm tired of this for something to change. Just like we got the the social climate going on now, and I was stated earlier with the Colin Kaepernick kneeling and everybody try to change the notion and change the try to change the agenda that it was that it was disrespectful to the flag and the military when Colin Kaepernick completely stated
2: that it was not. I wonder if the people that actually say all lives matter would still say that if we look at some of the events that happened around 9-11. <laughs> right? Yes. I mean, you know, our country was attacked and we immediately went over to the Middle East and killed up a bunch of people, women, children, everybody, you know, and its and I say that only because it's, how is it different? It's not very much different. It's It's the the reaction of what happens when you are violated.
0: It's, and it goes back to that. Great analogy. And I agree with that. And it goes back to the, oh, well, it doesn't affect me. So I mean, why should I trip about it?
2: Yeah. I don't know. It's not, you know what, it's not valid to me. All lives matter, not valid.
0: Not valid.
2: You start seeing a decrease. You start seeing equal footing for 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 blacks and for brown people, the same opportunities. Then we can talk about all lives matter. We're not at a point where we can talk about all lives matter.
0: Yeah, because right now is we're talking about the double standard that exists in society. For yeah, because it is a double standard. It's like how the hell is it that people can come armed toward? Who are accusing Catholic is like, oh, he's disrespecting the flag and he's he's anti-American, he's doing he's violent or whatever. Those same people are going to their local government, aren't going getting in cops' faces right right in their faces, cutting them out, knowing that they can get away with it.
1: Yep. And and, and they, they they do not get treated the same way as a black or brown person would. If we were to do that, man, I guarantee we we, we probably we'd probably be dead or in jail
0: more than likely would be shot right there before we even get to their face. Yeah. So the thing like it's there is a double standard some people don't understand it and I'm not going to say his name.
1: You know, you know Armando, I would say I would say now as you know what even though we're dealing with this with all this bs man, I would say as far as our social climate as a whole it's only a very small group that don't understand it, right? I agree. That's it's only it's only a very small group, and, and and you know what? That's how we know that there's a change. Because let's remember, there's been protests all over the world, France, New Zealand, uh, man, I'm, Germany, Germany, all all across the U.S. People, 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 people are seeing this, man, and 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 it's not just people of color. White people are stepping up, bro, and 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 and
2: again. <laughs> It's not even just people, it's like organizations. Yeah. Companies. Yeah. They're they're willing to be part of the solution. I mean it it's it's a real movement. And real and again, movement. let's let, let let's just make sure we're
1: we're we're not against white people, we're against racists, we're not against cops, we're not anti-cop. We're against bad cops. The system needs to change. People need to change, and I think for the majority, people people are on board with this they understand they see the inequality they see the double standard those people that 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 don't understand it i i think
0: they do they just don't want to they're they're in denial and and, and with all the respect to them you're free to have your own opinions and everything but at the same time those same people that don't understand are also part of the problem
2: they're a huge part of the problem yeah I mean, I think I kind of touched on this a little bit earlier when when I was thinking about, you know, change at the kind of grassroots level, you know, the individual level, the bottom level, building bottom up, and then kind of the top down, which we haven't really talked about. Yeah. Um, I personally feel like as far as I've been alive, I have never stopped. So divisive in this country and you know i personally feel that uh, the you know the presidency at the existing day is one of the main reasons we saw this just increase in flare-up of racial tension including including police brutality which is what we're really talking about here yeah, but you i'm just on the yeah, issue of race as a whole i mean we feel like we've gone Backwards, ever since 45 has been in office.
0: Yeah, so, and that's one of the things that I was going to talk about too, because I felt like when Obama came in, people could say whatever they want about him. But when he got into office, it felt like we took a step forward. Then all of a sudden, Agent Orange steps in, and then we take three steps back. Because it seems like this is one of the more, I was trying to hope to see that there's going to be something decent about it. We're going to have some kind of decency. But that ship has sailed. I've said that numerous times. Personally, I hope that the and the fact that every state, every state voted for, not voted, every state has done a protest in some sort gives me hope that maybe we could, maybe this could be over because the truth is he, he has done nothing to unify. If anything, he's run away and hidden his own little bunker, which he apparently had to inspect. You know,
1: when, um, when he went and spoke, man, so obviously I didn't vote for him. I'm not a supporter of his based off of, based off of his words and his actions that he's done in the past. Um, But I was actually hoping that he would say something inspiring and bring people together. Like I was actually
0: hoping that he would. And, and he didn't complete fail. No, he didn't. Instead he, instead he was like, Oh, I'm just inspecting. I'm just inspecting the bunker. Like really? Like that's all you were, that's what you were doing. It's like, come on, man. Like you're in there tweeting and you're, you're tweeting all of the, you're calling everyone that's protesting a thug. And then you do one of the biggest freaking, freaking uh, setups of all time. And you just decide to uh, bomb everyone and tear gas everyone just so you can take a picture in front of a church holding a Bible upside down.
1: What, what was the whole point of that? I didn't, I, I, I missed it.
0: It was publicity. He was trying to, he was trying to cater to his Christian community. And the majority of them thankfully, see through it, but there are still some people that are like, "Oh look at him, he is, he's so he's so godly."
2: yeah,
0: I think uh-huh,
2: I think a lot of people voted for him because they felt like the state of economy could have been a lot better. Jobs were being you know has been historically for the last twenty years or so kind of relocated overseas. there's not enough jobs, et cetera, et cetera. But if you think about some of the things that he built his campaign on, this is even before he started getting elected, you can see all of those, the racist undertones that this man stands on. And I, I'm i not shocked at all that he hasn't tried to unite. I don't think he wants- I'm not his... shocked either. He's, he's... I've heard, I mean, talk about the how it's, this is, not, we're not talking about a divide. We've had Obama, who rarely actually talks, stand up and for a call of unity and peace. We've had former President Bush do the same thing, but he has not touched it at all. And I don't recall any situation where you don't get some sort of address to the nation when we are going through something such as the the nationwide protests, the riots and the looting, especially when it comes on top of this health crisis that we're currently in.
0: Which he hasn't handled well either, so that's one of the things where there's so many that, and and he still has his supporters and people are like he's done nothing wrong, oh, he's misunderstood, he's talking out of the heart. Well, if you look at what's happening, the last thing you can claim him, that you can claim is that he has a heart. I don't know man. I don't know.
2: You know, one of the things I think that people don't want to realize is that we have a racist president.
0: <laughs> and that's the thing. Not like-
2: racist, then why is it that everything that you've done is based on race? Some of the major things? Yeah. So, for example, the the birth certificate issue with Obama. I mean, you know what he's basically saying yeah. on that. You're not born here because of the color of your skin. I mean, he had people calling him Muslim and terrorist and things like that. That is what started the divide, and it started to bring about this campaign of what I like to call just hate and division. I agree, and it's and it's all the way to being elected. Not everybody in this country was happy that Obama was was president. Not er not everybody was happy to see. That's true. there. So and he knew that, and he capitalized on that, you know, and he, I mean, there were people at his rallies with Confederate
0: flags.
2: stomped that out.
0: So we're talking about those, those, those rioters that went over and protested the, uh, protested the quarantine. A lot of those people were holding Confederate flags or, or swastikas.
1: Were they really? Yeah. And that, not only that that, that that thats confirmed.
0: Yeah, there were you no. Know, they're holding it out. They're holding it up, up high, bro. You can like see the pictures. And then not only and, and going back to the Charlottesville, Charlottesville issue a couple of years ago, he had a chance to bring unite to unite people. Then, what does he say? Neonis- that's,
2: that's
0: <laughs> yeah, he goes. They're very fine people. These very <laughs> fine. people. <laughs> Very
1: fine people, even though you know they were running people in cars, um, but uh, and then quick to call you know the riders and looters who are not even the protesters, but quick to call them thugs.
0: Absolutely, Funny. absolutely, and it's
1: um, it's, it's it's you know it's he's uh, he's definitely racist for sure. If he, Please, if he if he if he's not if he's not racist, then the least that he is is prejudice. Okay, and even with that being said he's definitely where he where he creates the most divide is with class with class people that have the wealthy middle class and the poor that's where he creates he creates the most divide with the bills that he that he was passing to bail out corporate america and everybody else gets like a 1200 hundred dollar check now don't get me wrong i'm grateful for it it's better than nothing but as 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 in comparison to the money that he's giving to these large corporations and businesses to bail them out during the COVID, and they don't even need it, they got plenty of money to take care of themselves. Yeah. And supposedly we didn't have money, but all of a sudden here, here's trillions of dollars. How does, how does that work?
0: Well, he needs to spend it on his everlasting uh, supply of Cheetos so he can tan himself. <laughs>
2: You know what? I don't I feel like he's the wrong person to to bridge the gap on race relations in this country and as long as he is in office we are going to continually have the lack of leadership as you saw in the management of the covid crisis but with this issue of having to bring about change so that we never in life have to see what we saw on video. He's not the right person to do that. And it's it's uh, starts at the top.
0: Just, and I agree with that. And it's uh, I mean
2: I yeah I keep telling everyone. Just and just remember I, if if uh if you don't vote for Biden you're not really black. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness that's crazy. Biden said, Biden didn't Biden come out and say that? Yeah he did. He said that <laughs> Well, Biden's Please, not tell the Biden is not making it e- any easier, but he's I don't care. Trump has got to leave office this in this election. And so people, if you don't, if people don't vote for Biden or, because he's not, my, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I mean, he's like our <laughs> only hope. People have got to get out of office. It's either Biden or it's Trump. Now, who do you want it to be? Because if you don't vote for Biden, you are, you're voting for Trump. And if you yeah. don't, oh, you're still voting for Trump.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things where I'll settle for the guy who was going senile versus the guy who's a narcissist. <laughs> I would never, here's the thing none of them are there mentally. All right. And, and for people, here's the thing though like, all right. So back to the seriousness though. How can people be upset over how people are protesting? Or that the protests are happening but the murder doesn't seem to get in to invoke any type of emotion out of you like i will never understand how people are like why are you protesting what like what's the protest about and then but it's asked about the murder but <laughs> here's the thing though Like, all right so back to the seriousness though how can people be upset over how people are protesting or that the protests are happening, but the murder doesn't seem to get in, to invoke any type of emotion out of you. Like, I will never understand how people are like, why are you protesting? What, like, what's the protest about? And then, but it's asked about the murder. They're like, oh, it was figured out. They arrested the the, the cop. The other day I got into an argument on uh, Facebook with someone who had, who a like, why would you say that the system is broken? How dare you say that? They arrested all the cops. It's like no, they didn't. This is about he's like last Thursday, and it's like no, they didn't arrest all the cops. They arrested one of them, and they said that it was a third degree murder. He got away with. It. I mean, he
1: was he was basically going to get away with it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, sure. if
2: free is any indicator, we don't even know that he's going to be convicted of it. Oh man, we
0: didn't even think about that one either.
2: No, it's <laughs> not true. And I that, guess I guess we didn't think
1: about that one because <laughs> it uh what what we're 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 trying to be
0: positive here with what we got. Exactly. So I mean but when people say, Oh, why are they protesting? He's like, what's wrong with you in the protest? Like, what's wrong with you being okay with someone being murdered for no reason? Oh well he had a fake twenty dollar bill. Okay. Yeah
2: does he deserve to die we don't even know the circumstances over that but uh, the last time i checked that's like larceny or counterfeiting you don't get like capitally executed for that yeah I, that's an argument i don't think that and, and when people say things like that they're missing the point entirely i tend to just not even want to have conversations with these people you know, but I, I, I know people that say, I just want to stay out of it. And I also don't even understand how you could even not want anything to do with the situation that we are going through right now. How can you know, you, It I'm really sorry. inherently affects every part of our lives. I have, there's a lot of younger people around me and they are way more incensed then your middle-aged person. These are the people that are gonna be leading our country one day. We have to show them that, yes, this is, this is something that's worthy enough of, of changing. Yes. And it, it's, a, it's a melting pot. I mean, what? as time goes on, we're, we're mixing our races so much anyways. There's, non-whites are going to be, if they're not already, the minority in this country
0: yeah because i mean
2: but with too much power
0: yeah at the top and that's the thing we, and you brought that up so something we want to break down also is white privilege maybe we should have done this a little earlier but white privilege is not the fact that you grew up with all this money or that you didn't have to deal with any hardships growing up white privilege is being stopped by a cop or going to society and no one expect no one targeting you also
2: Mm -hmm. what was that
1: white white privilege is also for example if you get tired of seeing this on social media on the news because it's not something that you have to deal with on a daily basis and it feels heavy to watch. All you have to do is be like, you know what, let's watch something else. I don't want my kids to see this. Let me get off social media for a while. When minorities and black Americans in particular don't have the luxury to not pay attention. to what's going on something like this, even if. Yeah, exactly. Because they're living it.
2: Exactly. So even if
1: they were to turn off the the news, stay off social media, you walk outside that door, you're li- You're you're living it. Absolutely, it's,
0: we can't escape that, and and for, for for blacks, they can't escape it either. I can't imagine.
1: What do you, what do you, what do you want them to do? Bleach their skin? That they, they 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 can't they can't escape it. That's white privilege at its at its most. Uh, highest form, you can just shut off and be like, I don't want to deal with this. Black Americans don't have that opportunity to not deal with
0: it. Oh. It's there. Oh. And, and, I, and my heart goes out to every one of those, those African Americans that are great people and they, they step outside, but they're also targeted. I mean, Breonna Taylor was killed was trying to sleep. Think about that for a moment. She can't even sleep. People at Arbery couldn't, couldn't jog. like it's It's How, insane.
1: You know what I'm not, I'm not, I'm not uh, too familiar with Brianna Taylor's story. Can you guys can you guys put it down for me?
2: She was killed in her home, and I want to make sure that I'm not going to confuse her because there was another woman that this happened to as well um that was this year she was on her way to being a nurse she worked in the medical field and there was a warrant uh for someone that she was associated with or had some sort of affiliations with well the bottom line the People, the cops came into her apartment, um, and just started firing. What? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. shot eight yeah. times.
1: So, 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 hold on. Let, let me ask a question. Yeah. The person that had a warrant that she was affiliated with, were they black too?
2: I don't know. We can assume that they were.
1: Yeah because why would you just go into the apartment and start shooting even if they had a warrant aren't you there supposed supposedly to arrest them that's that, that that is another that is another example of white privilege yeah. if it was if it was a white person they'd go in there knock on the door hey I'm here for so and so we got a warrant you know or even if nobody answered the door you'd probably kick it down go in there arrest them or her take them in but if you're black you get shot in your own bed. And and she wasn't even the person they were after. And they didn't even do a check or a screening to find out who was in that place or who lived there. They just go in there guns blazing, not caring because it, they don't care because it's, oh, it's a black person. Who cares? Let's just shoot them. I mean, that, that that's essentially what the story tells me.
0: More or less. And the sad part is, so they charged... George Floyd's killers. They charged the killers of Rod Arbery. But these three cops that, that went into uh, Breonna Taylor's home are still walking free.
1: And that's because there's no video camera there for us to see everything that went on. And there hasn't been an uproar about it in particular because there's no camera footage, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, there's no, there's no camera footage. And the charging and like that, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm not comfortable enough to speak on because I don't know all the facts there. And, okay. And it's,
0: and it's sad because we, if you listen to the, this episode, we said there's so many cases. So many. I remember about. It's sad that there's that many cases that we that, that we have to remember because things like this shouldn't be happening.
1: It, it, so, you know, it, here, here's the thing, everybody that's listening, once again. Man, I have so many great people in my life. So many, okay? And I'm fortunate enough to have so many great people in my life. And I'm also fortunate enough to live in California, in the Bay Area. Like Awa just said, we are a melting pot. So I have so many great people in my life that are of various races, religions, skin complexions of ethnicities from different countries of origin. It's not about race, man. It's just about how certain people get targeted. There's injustice, inequity, inequality. That's what this is about. We're not trying to attack the white man, just in case you are thinking that, because that's, that's a bunch of BS. It's not like that.
0: We're attacking the
1: racists. okay? The
2: race okay? Racism. And the yeah. racism that exists in this country.
0: Absolutely. It's... it's- it's not about a certain group of people where we're not, we're not going after whites, we're not going after cops, we're going after the people who have hate in their hearts. That's it. I just want to be very clear about that. And unfortunately,
1: the people that are in power, that are that keep continuing to oppress and push racism, for the majority, happen to be white. That's, that's not a fact of any of our faults, that's just what it is. And that's what we're trying to change and we also have so many great allies that happen to be white americans that are tired of this bs that are on our team we see you they're on our team helping us out they've been there on the front lines of the protests you know they're they're making their voices heard and and i know everybody really appreciates it because we couldn't do it without your help
0: and here's the thing (laughs) everyone that we know our our friends, family, everyone. We consider you all family. We, like all the people that are that your lives, whether you're white, whether you're black, whether you're Latino, whether you're Asian, we love every single one of you guys. There's nothing we're not talking to any of you guys. We we sincerely care about all of you guys. We just want we just want that equality.
1: We I I know I speak for everybody when I say We judge people off their character, off who they are, good people. We don't like bad people. We like good people. And I know you were going to say something. I will go right ahead. No, I just said that that
2: was well said. I I would uh, agree with you. I think the only thing that I would add to that is, you know, you you talk about we're all in this, you know, together and we've got the good people. It's, It's obviously a black thing. It's definitely a Latino thing with what you see going down you know, near the border with people being you know, detained. But it's it's racism in general. Race this is racism against Asians, racism against Muslims, Middle Easterns, like everybody in this country that has experienced race, racism again because of their skin tone is included in that. So Love you know,
0: anything else you guys want to say? I think
1: uh I, honestly, this is crazy because I'm so happy that we got to talk about this yeah and i feel I feel good that I got to say these things and i and I can't wait for people to hear them um and but i'm kinda I'm kind of tired like i'm like emotionally drained talking about it to be real with you so i'm i'm well, done. I, 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 I,
0: yeah I'm emotionally drained talking about this I agree with you and i I love that we were able to create this platform and we could voice our frustrations, you know? Yes. Um, And originally this week, Joe and I were going to post an episode on ideologies, but when this happened, we had an audible. We had some some days. We we needed some days to cool down because he and I were not very happy in the beginning. And, And it's a good thing that we took a few minutes to calm down because Awa was able to join us in the conversation. Yeah, thank you for jumping on, Awa, really. Yeah, it, it turned out to be a blessing in the sky that we, we had to cool down a little bit because then you were able to join us and you contributed a yeah. lot today and thank you for joining us. We wish that it was under better circumstances and maybe we'll have you again later on.
2: Uh, thank you guys both for bringing, you know, using your top your voices to bring attention to Matter. It's
0: well, important. It, well, it's awesome. all love here, man. It's all of we. This is something that needs to be heard. This is something that we couldn't hold. We couldn't hold this one in. We couldn't keep the quiet about this and Yeah. You guys will definitely get. So, this episode is going to drop, but you guys are still going to get the apologies episode. You guys are still going to hear about fitness. We'll be back talking about fitness. This was something that was a little different, but it had to be done. Yes, sir. It had to be done, and uh, we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Later, squad.
1: Bye. Thank you.